0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Engage, a family gaming podcast. This is episode 112, and I am your host, Stephen Deuceman. This is the official video game and board game podcast for EngageFamilyGaming.com. EFG is a website where parents like myself and my co-hosts come together to give parents and families the information they need to get their family game on. This week, um, it, we're, things are back to normal, and I am joined by my lovely, not-feeling-so-well wife, Jenna.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: Also, my lactose-intolerant wife, who just chugged two giant glasses of whole milk. So, if you hear anything funny, folks... Play it back for your 11 year old because they'll definitely laugh.
1: Are you really? Thanks. Um,
0: yeah, that's how uh, I roll.
1: I I love you, honey. Thank uh, you that,
0: so much. That was largely so you couldn't blame me. Anyway, so. So um, that means
1: you're gonna try and get away with stuff and then blame me.
0: Nope, I would never do that. That.
1: <laughs> that is a lie.
0: That is uh that is a rude <laughs> accusation.
1: Oh my goodness gracious! You are lying.
0: I uh, I I cannot believe you would insinuate that I would do yeah. something like that. So, folks, um, last couple of weeks we've done a whole bunch of stuff, right? So we we went to PAX Unplugged, um, we had the Infinite co-host come back. You talked about BlizzCon with me, um, and we even had uh, back in episode one oh nine. If you haven't caught it yet, I would recommend you go listen. Um, my mom was on the episode, and that was super nice. Um, she, I think she did a great job. What do you think, Jen? absolutely so and you're not just saying that because she's your mother-in-law you actually legitimately do believe she did well so here we are it's episode 112 we're back in the office as it were um and we're down to business the um the video game releases have slowed down there's not a whole lot going on um but we did have a pretty significant video game release this past week, which we're going to talk about in around the horn. Uh, both of us have spent an irresponsible, I think, amount of time playing Animal Crossing, uh, Pocket Camp. Um, in fact, my wife may or may not be logging into her camp to check on it as we speak. Um, and the um, and we have. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey came out and so we can talk about that a little bit Um, we also want to talk about the Game Awards because as we know I love to make predictions and we always love to see how wrong I am so my wife is very excited to see that but before we get too far uh, get too far into that Jenna how excited are you that we've got our giveaway going on
1: I am very excited about our giveaway I was surprised I didn't know that we were going to be doing this big of a giveaway there's um, a lot of stuff. Are,
0: but aren't you glad that all this stuff is going to be getting out of the house soon? I mean, you got to be pretty happy about some of that.
1: I am, and I'm happy our children will stop fighting over what they think that they're going to get out of the stuff that they're not actually getting.
0: They have gotten Plenty. Uh, So I'm really not feeling all that guilty for them. However, um, you're right. It'll be nice. So here's how it works, folks. Um, People loved our Nintendo Switch giveaway back this summer when we went to E3. I think that was a great way to celebrate four years and to celebrate uh, being invited to go to E3. But people loved it so much that we're hungry. We want to do it again. So here we are. Um, We are going to um we're, we're gonna be hopping on over and giving away another one but the only problem with with the last giveaway we did jenna was there was only one winner right like we we gave away one lousy nintendo switch to some guy that had three kids now he was super excited <laughs> um in fact he thought that our switch that our win him winning he thought it was spam um i had to uh, to actually promise him that I was a real person, um, but I, I was a little disappointed. We had a lot of we had a lot of people, folks that were sad that they didn't win. So what are we doing? We're gonna have four more winners now. We are a small site. We can't. We just plain can't give away five switches. That's crazy talk. But um, we do have a bunch of other stuff. In fact, uh, we have some sponsors. Um, Number one, uh, we were sponsored by Yanaguana Games, who gave us a little card game called uh, Takeout 18 um, and we were sponsored by IDW Games who is sending us several board games that we don't even have for our picture um, and what we'll be doing is we will be giving away the Switch to one winner along with uh, one of the Odyssey visors that if you go to our Facebook page you can see a video with me wearing um, and then we'll be putting together four giveaway gift baskets that are going to include a smattering of the swag that we have gotten at our various conventions this year, be it PAC be it uh, E3 hascon etc on uh, we also have some board games from restoration games we've got stop thief we have downforce we have code names. And we have Saikatsu, which uh, is coming soon. Uh, they're sending a co- uh, IDW is sending a copy of Saikatsu along with a couple other games to give away. Um, and I, I, as I said, IDW is one of our sponsors for our giveaway. So um, we also have two copies of the Crash Bandicoot Insane Collection. That's um, three remakes of all of the uh, classic Crash Bandicoot games. That's they're going to be divided up. We're going to have four more happy winners. Maybe they'll be a little disappointed and then win the Switch, but they're not going to be super unhappy because they've got other stuff to do. Um, so that is... Um, that's our giveaway. How cool is that?
1: It's very cool. There's a lot of lanyards too, just so you know.
0: We you do have, yeah. Every basket's going to be guaranteed to have have a lanyard in it, so that if you go to a convention, you'll have something. We'll try and make it cool. We got a, we got some Tonka ones, we got a Nintendo one, we got some Mixer ones, uh, we have two Hascon ones, we got some Gears of War two. I think that's all we got. Halo Wars. Uh, we got yeah. That's why I said. Oh, did I say?
1: You said Gears of War, but that's okay.
0: I meant Halo Wars. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty excited. So um, that's our giveaway. Um, so the way you enter. You may ask. Um, go to engagefamilygaming.com slash giveaways. That's G-I-V-E-A-W-A-Y-S. Right? That's how you spell giveaways? <laughs> yes. My wife just gave me a look like I was spelling it wrong. Um, so it's giveaways. Um, so engagefamilygaming.com slash giveaways. And you'll find the link there. It is an article. Um Enter the stuff, you will have the option to leave comments on that page, etc, etc, etc. It will be pretty cool. There are 10 ways to enter, and one of the ways is you can refer a friend. And as is as is the case from last time, you get infinity entries for referring people. So if they enter, you get entries. So go for it. Share it on your Facebook, your Twitter, etc, etc. So um, that's the giveaway. We're going to talk about that. Uh, it is running until December 20th. So pay attention to our social media channels for all kinds of reminders. Um, so, let's go around the horn. Shall we? Sure. Well, I know you've been eyeing VGReleaseList.com. Was there anything that was on that that caught your interest?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, there there's always things that catch my interest on here, but the thing that I am um, most excited about, our son for his birthday, we talked about this a little bit, just got a new um 3ds or 2ds XL, yes. Pokeball edition. Um, now there is a new Nintendo new 3ds XL, Super NES edition. Yep. That's coming out on Monday. Actually, just came out tonight. Then
0: it is coming out as of the day that we are recording this recording a little bit late we had a very busy holiday weekend so yeah it's neat it looks like a super nintendo uh the buttons on the inside um in europe the version was a little bit better because it included um the famicom colors so it had like multicolored uh buttons and things like that but not i mean that's not that's a small complaint it's pretty neat Pretty cool. The the next real big quote unquote game for us that you know that I'm excited about is Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which comes out this Friday. Um, It is T-rated, it's very, very anime, so uh, that means what you think it means for the women's clothing, so I don't know that this is necessarily going to be one for the younger set, however, um, you know, it's something to look into. Um, You know, what we're getting close to, uh, I mean, there is the uh, Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition, which I think that comes out, when is that, I think December 5th, so next Tuesday. Um, I think that for those folks that have been waiting, it includes the DLC that just recently came out, the Frozen Wilds, um, and it's at a relatively budget price because it's fifty bucks. So if you've been waiting on that game and you didn't buy it on Black Friday sale because it was cheap in a few places, that's not a bad place to get it. Um, and shortly thereafter, um, we are uh, the, there are some small indie games that are coming, which are kind of neat. However, um, the Big one is on December. I want to say it's the twelfth. Yes, December twelfth, and that is Okami HD. Now that's coming out to PS4 and Xbox One, um, and I believe PC. Yep. That is probably one of the most gorgeous games you're going to look at today. It's very, very painterly, almost watercolor style. Uh, You're playing as uh, you you play as a wolf god in Japanese mythology, um, Amaterasu specifically, um, and you play through um, a very Zelda-like quest. It's the best Zelda game not made for a Nintendo platform. Um, and it's gonna be, I think, $20. Um, I'm looking forward to that one. That's gonna be great, and that's December 12th. That's what this what this is, is I think this is gonna be a great game for, um, you know, if you have kids that are really hungry to play Legend of Zelda but you don't have a Switch, maybe you have a PS4 and Xbox One. This is a very similar experience. So this is a good trial run. Maybe spend $20 or have somebody give them a gift card for the PlayStation Network. Play Okami HD, and if they really dig it like if they play that and they just eat it up then maybe but maybe Breath of the Wild and a Switch would be worth it for next year if you're not in there um, so yeah so that's what Kami HD I man I can't wait I played about half of it when it first came out I borrowed it from somebody um, cannot wait to actually play it for real um, so that's the re- upcoming releases before we go too much farther, I do want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, we are trying to make our podcast as interactive as possible. So um, if you have questions, comments, concerns, if you want to yell at me for um, you know, making a rude comment to my wife, I'm sure she would love the support, um, you can do that in a number of ways. You can reach out to us on social media. You can uh, also join our Facebook community. EngageFamilyGaming.com slash community and join in on the fun. So, um, and you can always email me, editor at EngageFamilyGaming.com. So, um, I think the first thing we should do is go around the horn because there is a pocket camp sized, that um, uh, there is a pocket sized, uh, a pocket camp sized elephant in the room. And that's <laughs> Animal Crossing. Um, and there's in fact an elephant in that game named Eloise. Um, So Jenna, what do you you think? You you have never been an Animal Crossing chick before.
1: I've never played Animal Crossing before. Um, Because, you know, I don't play a lot of video games. But you played it on your phone and our daughter came up to me and asked me if I would download it for her. So I said, sure, I'll download it. I mean, I've seen Animal Crossing before. I've seen our boys play. Um, My son, put random things in a house and happy home designer and they fought over toilet bowls and things like that. So I mean in Bells, I didn't know what it was. So I downloaded it on my phone and my daughter loved it. My campsite threw up pink. Um, it looks like Pepto-Bismol and Bubblegum had a war um, because she's five and it's ridiculous. But it's very cute. Um, it's very easy to play. It is Is what I wanted or what it felt like when I downloaded Pokemon go Um, I was super excited I could you know catch Pokemon I had a little game that I could play log into when I wanted put it away and then they changed it and we live in a rural area and I can't get Pokemon anymore so that game kind of became obsolete unless we are traveling somewhere that is a little bit more urban than our area anyways this is gonna do I hope what i really wanted pokemon go to do it gives me a game that i can log into play for a few minutes complete a bunch of quests put away come back to and play again later i mean in in this so far it seems to be living up to it now granted i had it on um the holiday weekend was when we got it and i was home yeah quite a bit more than i normally am so I was able to go around, and there's little campsites and villages, little areas that you go to, and you collect resources from those areas. You gather fruit from the trees, and you fish in the river, and you collect shells from the ocean and bugs from the island. And there's all kinds of little resources that you collect. And then you give these resources to the various cute little animals that visit these campsites, and you get rewards for that. Yep. I was able to collect quite a few more resources over the few days that I was home than I was now that I'm back to work in the real world, um, and I can't log on and play throughout the course of the day. So you kind of get a little bit stuck where you've gathered as many resources as you can, you've given out as much as you can do, and then there's not much more you can do for another three hours until the game changes again. And it does change every... right now they're, they're looking at... it looks like the... Characters, little animal characters, and the resources all reset themselves every three hours. And it doesn't matter where you live or where you are. You can play the game, which is what I really like about it. So that's my Animal Crossing story so far.
0: Yeah. Uh, You know what? I noticed noticed that too. I mean, you really kind of got into it. And you know what was great about it is that the controls are simple enough that even our youngest was able to, you know, kind of run around and do stuff and enjoy seeing a character that kind of looks like her in that world, Um, even if she was only, you know, catching butterflies every once in a while and things like that. Um,
1: And and there is a social aspect to the game, whereas you can have friends and share your friend code, but you can't actually communicate verbally with any of those friends. So there's no... Danger to my daughter playing and having my Facebook friends on the on the game with them. The most that she can do is spend in-game bells, giving them gifts and 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 giving them kudos. They call it clapping their hands and saying, "Oh, cute campsite." Yeah. No risk, no danger, no nothing like that. So. Agreed.
0: Um, so one of the things that I will say is for fans, uh, there were a lot of folks when this game was announced that were concerned that this was going to be really different um and you know not that it was going to be kind of uh they were going to free to play their way out of a um you know a, a, a legitimate animal crossing experience and i am happy to report that that is not the case um you can spend real life money that is a thing Uh, you can buy these things called leaf tickets that you can use to um, buy certain cosmetic items as well as to speed up the uh, manufacturing process for amenities for your campsite like couches and defenses etc Um, but that's it Um, I have spent not, I, I spent a bunch of leaf tickets, but you get a fair number of them by playing. Um, so you know as long as you're careful, you know you can earn a pretty significant number of them in the beginning just by completing quests every day and doing your work. Um, you get a reasonable number just for connecting your my Nintendo account. Um, so I mean as long as you're not crazy, uh, you can certainly stretch them out a fair amount, but they're not super inexpensive, so I really don't think, Um, you know, if you're playing a lot, I don't think that it's unreasonable to buy a few. Um, the, um, but I have not felt compelled to, to spend real money, uh, because I've just been saving my leaf tickets from completing quests and everything like that. Um, big fan of that. So, um, but I'm also happy to say that it is a full-fledged Animal Crossing experience. It is simpler, um, but you are running around collecting resources to give them to, uh, people in town, um, and then having people come visit you, and you know, they're th- that's pretty cool. Um, so, I am, uh, you know, I'm certainly going to keep playing this game uh, more than some of the other Nintendo games. Um, I- I'm sure that it is going to die down, you know, where you're not going to see it everywhere. Um, but even if that happens, I'm not super worried about it. I think this is a, uh, I think this is a winner.
1: It's yeah, I mean, it's no different than any of the other mobile games. In, 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 except for it has, the obviously, the Animal Crossing theme that we've played before. I mean, there was, gosh, back when our middle child was very young, he had a pony one. Pony Vale, a little village that he took. Yep. And then there was Dragon Vale. And... Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, a, it's kind of a village and resource gathering game. There's lots of mobile apps out there like that. But it's cute. It's Nintendo-themed. And if you like Animal Crossing, our kids say it's very similar to... Many of the Animal Crossing games that they've played. Um, And it's funny because they both play play this game. Evan, our oldest, plays it on his phone. Our middle child plays it on our iPad. And my daughter has her version on, on my phone. And each and every single one of them has gone about playing the game very differently. Yeah. Um one of them is very conservative about what he spends his bells and his leaf tickets on. The other one is just buying everything that he wants. Yeah. And um my daughter just wants to run around and tap on all the things and collect all the things and she gets real mad when the resources are gone. So it's you know, you can play it your own way. So yeah, this that's been my around the horn. I'm not much of a mobile app you know, mobile game player. I like playing board games on my phone, but, um, this is fun. This gives me something to do that I can do kind of quickly, quietly put away and, and move on.
0: Yeah, no. I, that's one of the things that I really like about it is that um, you know you have to run around and give your you know turn in your quests and give the stuff to all the you know different critters around at the various different sites. But um, you know once you do that, you're kind of done. There's not a lot to do. So this is it's great to be able to just kind of pop in, get something accomplished, and play, and then get out, um, and then you know kind of go about your day. Huge fan of that. Um, so, and, and beyond that, uh, it's free, uh, and it runs on just about every mobile, uh, modern mobile device. I know it's out on, uh, Android and iOS. Um, we have it running on a relatively old iPad air. Yeah, um, Or iPad Mini, rather. So there, it, it runs. Um, you know, it chugs a little bit on that, but it's not that bad. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, you get to dress up your character, too, which is kind of neat. Um, I'm still angry that I haven't found glasses, uh, so I can try and make myself. But what are you going to do? I've got a cool boater hat, so. <laughs> it's um,
1: interesting. Um, I, my, my character looks exactly like my five-year-old, so. Um, it really
0: does. It's creepy. Um, it, it's borderline disturbing.
1: Um, but anyways, the it, it's 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 a fun little. What was I going to say? Can't remember what I was going to say about why when you talked before you talked about dressing up your characters.
0: Um, it's a fun little time waster. There's no way around it. I mean, you're tapping through it right now while we're recording a podcast. Um, <coughs> so, um, so that is Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Um, it's available now. Um and you know, I know that they're gonna be updating it regularly, so that oh, uh, that's
1: what I was gonna say. It doesn't seem to chug data like um like Pokemon go did. It doesn't seem to suck my battery dead or anything like that. It seems to be a little bit more of a
0: well, keep in mind, Pokemon Go was using your um
1: GPS while it was
0: out, yeah, I mean, it was using your GPS. so I mean that's different. Um, that was gonna eat a lot, but
1: Right, Even but I'm just saying it's nice that it is a game that Nintendo has put out, and it you know, and it has way more of an engagement factor. They put out what was it, Super Mario Run? Yes. And I, I could care less. Well, like it was fun for a little while. But you're not a
0: Mario gal. I'm
1: not. I'm not. And I I didn't buy the. I played the full version on your phone, but I didn't buy it for my own. Um this is I don't know this is way more entertaining than that was to me
0: I I, that doesn't surprise me so um so yeah that's it Animal Crossing uh if you want to see some of our escapades you can find some of that on our Instagram account because I've been posting pictures just about every day and we'll probably continue to do so um just because (laughs) I think it is just too darn cute um and if you were wondering our Instagram uh username is Engaged Family Gaming huge surprise there so um, I have continued my quest to play through Mario. Um, I have completed the storyline. I um, So I'm about 200 moons in. I want to tell you folks, this game is, there's a lot of game here. Um, our review is coming soon. But um, before I even get down to writing it, let me just tell you, um, if you own a Switch... And you don't, for whatever reason, absolutely despise platforming games. This is a must-own. Um, so don't necessarily wait for the review unless you just want to read what I have to say. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it is a must-own. Um, it's so good. It's just so fun, it's so beautiful. Um, you know the the music is amazing. Uh, the controls are great. So that's uh, Mario Odyssey. Can't recommend it enough. Um, also, for those of you that enjoyed uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, um, the expansion is out. The Frozen Wilds, um, and it is very good. Um, it's about twenty dollars, fifteen if you have PlayStation Plus. Um, And it is, uh, it's a, it's a new questing area with a new tribe and new quests. It is more of the game. So this is how I would recommend it. If you loved Horizon Zero Dawn and are just hungry for more Horizon Zero Dawn, buy it. Because it's more Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, If you were good, you enjoyed it, and maybe you aren't. Looking for more of that experience? Maybe you just want the sequel uh, because you want something different. Then pass on it because it's it is more of the same. Um, which for me, that's great because I enjoyed the first one a lot and I really like the idea of a new one. Um, and so, but you know, if you're not hungry for more of what that gameplay was, then maybe maybe pass on it because I don't think it's changing the world. Um, I did get my uh, face. Punched in by a giant flaming robot bear thing the first second I stepped into it, which was kind of cute. Um, It was not Pooh Bear. No. No, it was definitely not Pooh Bear.
1: I did not see you play it, so I It punched
0: me in the face a lot. So um, it was great. So uh, those are just some of the games. And we've got a few more coming up. Um, You know, Xenoblade and Okami and, man, lots more Animal Crossing. So that's it for Around the Horn. Why don't we take a break and we'll come back and we'll talk about the Game Awards.
1: Sounds good to me.
0: See you in a minute, folks. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Engage, a family gaming podcast. It is still episode 112. I am still joined by my lovely wife, Jenna. Jenna. And we're still talking about video games. Oh, I never said that we were talking about video games this week. You think people got the hint? Yes. Okay. Yes. I I know I promised people that I would tell them what I was talking about. But here we are um, talking about video games. Now, December 6th, which is next week, by the way, um, is the Game Awards, which um, is... Uh, Jenna's least favorite night of the year because I take over the television and I get grouchy and I watch the game awards because and I get grouchy because I make predictions and I'm always wrong. You do. But, but, I'm always going to do them because they're part of, they're the fun part of doing this. It's just, I, it's like when my fantasy football team does bad. I just get a little grouchy. So, um, what I thought I would do is go through some of the um, nominees, uh, some of the categories.
1: Well, where are the Game Awards going to be aired this year?
0: Uh, they're going to be all over the internet, so you can be able to see them on... Uh, I, I would recommend the folks just go to YouTube or Twitch um, and just search for them there. They're going to be December 6th. I will do a live show to kind of talk about some of the things that we know right, ha- you know right before the show goes live. One of the things that I know um, is that there are going to be some announcements um, because they have... Um, there, there have always been some pretty significant announcements and trailers and first looks. So hopefully we'll see some pretty neat stuff.
1: Who's the host uh, going to be? Uh,
0: it's going to be Jeff Keeley as usual. Um, because th- this is not the VGAs of before where they had celebrity stunt guests. This is um, Jeff Keeley running the show. Um, I-, I love the way they've done the Game Awards the last couple of years. Hopefully they'll, uh, they'll keep going. So um, basically the nominees were all voted on by members of the press... Um, internationally, etc. We were not part of that, but maybe someday soon when we get big enough. Um, so what I thought I would do is go through some of the categories. I'm not going to go through all of them. The list is, is huge. But we'll go through the ones that are relevant to us and that I think are pretty interesting. Um, but I'm going to start with the game of the year. Okay. Um, because I'm kind of the most excited about this category and we're just gonna go with it There are five nominees for game of the year, and I think all of the I think four of those five are actually somewhat are, are more than deserving. Um, the nominees are The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild Super Mario Odyssey Persona 5 horizon zero dawn and player unknowns battlegrounds now player unknowns battlegrounds um, we don't talk about it on the show because it's a shooter um, it's an interesting concept a hundred people are airdropped onto an island it's the same island every time and they have no weapons so they have to find weapons find armor and survive each other but to prevent people from just kind of hiding like in a bush on the corner of the island it does the hunger games thing where slowly it makes people like it forces people into the center of the island um that part changes because it's not the exact center um and it is like every night two million concurrent players which with the exception of like mmo at its peak that's pretty darn good it's it, it's the most played game on steam it's the most streamed game on switch or on, not on switch on twitch, twitch. Um, If they could make it run on Switch, I'm sure they would, Um, but it's going to be a uh, Microsoft exclusive the end of this year. Um, It's not finished yet. Uh, It has not actually left early access, which troubles me. It's also really janky, so I don't really understand why it could win. Uh, Fortunately, I don't think it will, uh, because it's up against uh, The Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, and Super Mario Odyssey, and Horizon Zero Dawn. Persona 5 is an amazing game. It is not for us. Uh, it has some very mature themes, um, so, but I, if someone told me that Persona 5 One, I would not be surprised. It is an amazingly beautiful game. Probably the most stylish game I've ever seen, uh, just with the way everything works. Um, my pick is Horizon Zero Dawn, and this is why. I think the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and Super Mario Odyssey are going to split the Nintendo vote just enough that Horizon will be able to push through. That is my prediction.
1: Well, I agree that it's going to be Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, I think Breath of the Wild is probably a better game. having, But that that's just me. However, I still think that Nintendo, unfortunately, carries the stigma of being... A system designed for babies and that their games are not challenging enough and while there are lots of true Nintendo fans out there and tons of Legends of Zelda fans I don't think it was enough I think project I think Horizon Zero Dawn just had more of a broader base of people that played it
0: well it's worth noting that this is not voted by popular vote this is all being this is all voted on by press but I still think... Okay,
1: well if it's not popular vote, then I don't think Breath of the Wild got anything less than top marks from any press article that I've read.
0: All three, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Odyssey, and Horizon Zero Dawn were reviewed exceptionally well. But, if we want to throw reviews in, Persona 5 was also reviewed exceptionally well. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds in general hasn't been reviewed yet because it's not finished. Um, right,
1: so I'm torn... I would bet that it's going to be Horizon Zero Dawn, but my heart says to go with Breath of the Wild. So, I don't know. Okay. Do I have to
0: choose? I am choosing Horizon Zero Dawn. That is my vote. Okay, next. Okay, so, um, I'll skip Best Game Direction, Um, even though... Mario Odyssey, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, and Horizon Zero Dawn were all nominated in that category. Um, Best Narrative um, is mostly dominated by games that are not for children, uh, but Horizon Zero Dawn was nominated there. Uh, Best Art Direction, um, the nominees are Destiny 2, Cuphead, uh, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Persona 5, and Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, I... um, I I actually my prediction is probably going to be Persona 5. Um just based on the anime art style on this and just some of the other stuff, I think it'll be great. I would love to I would love to see Cuphead win just because of the 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 hand animation, but you know, I I don't know that that'll actually happen.
1: I don't think a lot of people that sounds really silly to say. I don't think a lot of people Again, it's media. Knew about Cuphead. Like, it's not like a
0: Oh don't no. It sold millions of copies within, know, like, the first and day. And it's
1: really cool looking. I just... I don't feel like it's talked about enough. Like, I, I've heard all of the other ones talked about. I haven't really heard Cuphead talked about. I saw it in a lot of the video game news, and I saw it in a lot of the magazines and stuff that You're right, My
0: kids aren't but talking about kids it. Kids aren't
1: talking about it. So... And, and neither are... Neither are their parents.
0: So... Um, very possible. So um, one thing that is neat, and I'm not going to list the, um, the nominees because most of our audience would not necessarily know who they are. However, um, five nominees for best performance, only one dude. All other uh, nominees were females: Melinda Jergens for I'll just say it, Melinda Jergens for Hellblade, um, Laura Bailey and Claudia Black, who were the two leads in Uncharted: The Lost Legacy. Brian Bloom uh, is the lone male uh, nominee. He was B.J. Blazkowicz in Wolfenstein 2, and Ashley Birch, who was Aloy in Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, I would love for Ashley Birch to win um, because she was—I uh, loved her voice acting in that. Uh, I thought she was a super believable character, but we will have to see uh, what happens because all of them were very well voice acted. Um, so games for impact. Now, this is an interesting, um, this is a, the, the, reading some of the text, it says, uh, this is games nominated for a thought provoking game with a profound pro social meaning or message. So, um, some of the highlights here. Uh, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice was made by Ninja Theory. This is a game that was built around um, highlighting um, and speaking to um, mental health issues. Um, you play a character who is insane and every part of the game's design makes you uh, second guess everything um, as though you were insane. Um, there is a game Um, and I hesitate to call it a game even though it is a game Uh, it is a mobile game called Bury Me My Love Um, and I will say this uh, this is not for children however if you uh, have a teenager who uh, plays games um, and doesn't understand the Syrian refugee crisis uh, I would recommend that you have them play Bury Me My Love Um, I tried... I deleted the app after a few minutes because I'm a crier, folks, and this is rough. Uh, The game follows a couple as they escape Syria as refugees um, and you communicate with each other via text message. And it's choose your own adventure uh, type novel. Um, And at one point you get separated and you can only communicate with each other via text. Yikes. Um, Beautiful hand-drawn art. Touching story. Um, I'm a crier, folks, so I didn't even make it. It it was almost the... It was like that Dragon Cancer the year before. Like, I couldn't. Um, So, uh, I would like to see that one win. Uh, I think that would be uh, a pretty good thing. Um, They add a new category uh, for best ongoing game. That is an award that is awarded to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time. So... Uh, the nominees are Warframe, Rainbow Six Siege, Overwatch, Grand Theft Auto Online, Destiny Two, and Player Unknown Battlegrounds. So,
1: my call is between Overwatch and Destiny
0: Two. Those are good calls. I think Player Unknowns Battlegrounds. The only reason it, I don't think that it will win this year is because they haven't. You know, it's like, not
1: done yet. It's not
0: done yet. Um, but so, Grand Theft Auto Online, this is something that that we don't talk about GTA a lot on our podcast. But G- Grand Theft Auto Five has been in the top 20 for sales. And in a lot of cases in the top 10 for sales. And the game came out in 2013.
1: And what's happening is that kids who weren't, and this is something that I saw just last week, kids who were not allowed to play Grand Theft Auto when it came out are now, because it's been out for so long and because it's been around, are now starting to be allowed to play it. They're a little bit older. They're, you know, they're early teens. um, And it's kind of had hit a new, like, resurgence of popularity recently. I, I just heard it being talked about with a bunch of, like... 13, 14 year olds. I still don't think I want my 13, 14 year old playing it. It's a little, you know. Oh, I don't a either. Rough around the edges. I don't either, but this but, is one of those um, interesting it's things. It is interesting because it is, it is, it goes through surges in popularity. And I think part of it is the content that they're putting out. And part of it is this, this group of kids that it was like the big hush hush thing when it first came out it's now their parents are kind of like, oh, it's been out for a while. It can't be that bad. I don't or, know they're even play.
0: Or, or they were 18. 10 when it came out and now they're 14 right. and their parents are thinking a little bit differently because the game has been out for so long that it's still on store shelves, um, but nobody's talking about it as much. But the online component, and this is what's interesting from a value perspective, you know, if you have a teenager that's looking to play this game um, and you're, in, I'm not going to, you know your kid better than me. Um, I am not one to judge about it. I'm certainly not going to have my kids play it as young teenagers. I don't think that they need to. Uh, however, um, one of the things that's interesting about it is if you buy the game, it comes with this, a free MMO. Mm-hmm. um and it legitimately has a sequel to the game built into it um where people role play and it's crazy um and they make a lot of money in that so um i think grand theft auto online has the possibility of doing some damage um is that your call uh, i i think it's got to be Overwatch. I, I i strongly believe in overwatch but frankly any of these could win And i would not be stunned warframe started as just a random free-to-play game where you play a robot ninja um, and it has been getting huge updates it's a completely unrecognizable game now from when it started i have not played it but i've watched it and it's super cool we just don't play it here because it's a little bit violent
1: but you're gonna call overwatch over destiny
0: i would take overwatch over destiny because i think overwatch is a better game okay I mean... Having played both of them, I enjoyed Destiny, and I still play it, but Overwatch is... is Overwatch. Um, so, that's my pick, Overwatch. Um, best mobile game. Um, I'm just bringing this up because I really... I mean, Monument Valley 2, folks. <laughs> um, the nominees, in case you're curious, Fire Emblem Heroes, Super Mario Run, Old Man's Journey... Uh, Hidden Folks, which is a pretty good game, actually. Um, if you like, you know, that Where's Waldo, kind of finding little objects in a big field. It's black and white, uh, which is kind of nice. Um, but, uh, and it's cute. I love the art style. But Monument Valley 2 is the best mobile game that came out this year. Without question. All right. Because, but only because Animal Crossing Pocket Camp came out after the deadline. I think that would have beaten it. Um, let's see here. Um... They have a VR category now, which is pretty neat, um, but we're going to ignore it. Um, The best action-adventure game, Uncharted The Lost Legacy, Assassin's Creed Origins, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Odyssey, and Horizon Zero Dawn. It's such an
1: odd, I mean, combo of action game i mean i get it
0: so action adventure games are games that combine action with uh, that combine combat with both traversal and puzzle solving that's how they do that and all five of these games do fit that uh, fit that um i think that this is going to be carried by legend of zelda breath of the wild um that's my thought um uncharted Yes.
1: And Assassin's
0: Creed. Uncharted The Lost Legacy is basically just more Uncharted 4, which did not win this category last year, I do not believe. Um, and yeah, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. That's my prediction. I could be wrong, but I'm going to go with it. All what right. you th- So you think Assassin's Creed?
1: No, I think Legend of Zelda as well, but I'm just double You're checking you. You're just double your... checking me. Yeah, I've got to make you second guess yourself.
0: Fair enough. So, to the best role-playing game. Um, I just want to say say the name of one of these games, so we're gonna go through it first South Park the fractured but whole (laughs) Um, Not for children Final Fantasy 15 yeah Divinity original sin 2 near automata and persona 5. Um, I think this one's gonna be carried by uh, persona 5 Um, as much as I want Final Fantasy 15 to win Persona 5 is just a strictly better game. Um, Best fighting game? I didn't even know that that was going to be possible this year, but apparently they made a bunch of games. Um, There were five fighting games that came out this year, so they have five nominees. Tekken 7, Needhog 2, which is like a fencing game, Um, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, Injustice 2, and ARMS.
1: This is going to be won
0: by either Tekken 7 or Injustice 2. Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite was not well-loved.
1: No, it wasn't um the arms has some i mean it is such a weird game it's fun it's so weird and it's so popular and i don't i mean yeah it's very funny it's just it 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 can it's weird to control it's weird to look at the whole concept of it is weird but people love it and they have like they're doing arms esports stuff now
0: yeah, they're trying. Um, I mean, the community's kind of falling apart. I don't know how what they're going to do to make the game come back, but, you know. Um, it, it, but my prediction is it's going to be either Tekken 7 or Injustice 2. If I have to pick one, it's going to be Tekken.
1: I'll go with Tekken.
0: By the way, I don't know if you saw, um, but our boy uh, Noctis from Final Fantasy Fifteen, <clears throat> DLC character in Tekken 7. Um, our boy? You mean My boy. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, how about how about we talk about Best Family Game, shall we? Yes. <clears throat> uh, and this is kind of where we're going to end it, I think. Best Family Game. And the nominees are... Splatoon 2. Sonic Mania. Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And Super Mario Odyssey.
1: Okay, it's going to be Super Mario Odyssey.
0: Yeah, no question. Um, But how about... That, how about that lineup? That's not a bad lineup of nominees for Family Game. Like, normally, Family Game of the Year has been like, whatever Skylanders nonsense came out that year, whatever Disney Infinity nonsense came out this year, Nintendo's like, hey, check it out, we have a new console.
1: Right. Right.
0: I love it. I love it. Um,
1: I mean, some of those games, like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, it's still Mario Kart 8, it's just, you know... Not much changed in that one. Yeah. Splatoon 2 was a lot of fun. Um, I I was surprised that it didn't have as much of a following as Splatoon, but maybe people are just splatooned out.
0: I don't know. I don't know, man. I love it.
1: I, I like it. It's a fun game.
0: Um, so that is... That's all the nominees. Um. There were some other categories. Uh, the Trending Gamer... You know, I am not one of them. Um, but maybe one day I will be. Um, so, I mean, if you're gonna, if if you if you are interested, vote for and go to Google Trending Gamer Vote the Game Awards, and you'll get them. And you get the opportunity to either vote for one of your kids' favorite streamers uh, or Steve Spohn, who runs the Able Gamers, which is a charity that helps provide uh, modded controllers to people with disabilities. Um, and Andrea Renee from What's Good Games. Um, I know you're not the biggest fan. I, I, you just don't I like don't... it when they stream because they yell a lot.
1: Yeah, I, they do. But, and, and, and then our uh, kids watch the ones... Now they're now they're doing now there's video game streamers that are having T V shows of them streaming video game it's so it's so like far removed from what I ever anticipated life being like. Yeah. But they literally will sit there and watch TV shows now about streamers playing video games that are edited it's just it's just nuts. Disney It's X- the
0: edited part that kinda weirds me out because, you know, like Okay, so... But you've seen one the, of the advantages. Oh, I get they, it. I get watching. that. But what I'm saying is that the... Like, there's something to... Like, I watch streamers, too. Like, I, I watch Twitch. I enjoy watching it. I think it's neat. But part of the reason I watch it is because I want to watch it live. Because it's interesting to see... For me, I like to see how they interact with the audience while it's live. You know, because it's not produced, right? Like, they're, they have to think on their feet. It's almost like stand-up comedy in a way. Um, But when it's scripted, or at the very least, edited edited in post, um, if it's edited in post, that takes away some of that stuff.
1: But then again, this is the same mentality of of this generation of children that will literally sit and watch other people open up toys for hours on and on the iPad. It's just very interesting.
0: You know what? I'm going to say this. I'm just going to throw this out there. If there was a guy... Who bought up and opened like designer transformers? I would watch that guy,
1: right? You'd watch people open decks of magic cards for hours on end, too. I
0: don't know about that, unless they were doing something with them. I wouldn't watch them open magic cards, that's just silly. Our kids would <laughs> because they're children. <laughs> I have, I like to think that my time is a little bit more valuable, but I would definitely watch someone open up and unbox a transformer but we can argue about that later um, it's just funny it's it's just so,
1: it's.
0: but yeah I, I think, I think Stephen Spohn of the Able Gamers deserves that win yes. uh, being that he runs a charity that helps give people accessible controllers yes um, the other nominees are Mike Grizzick, who is Shroud Guy Beam which is Dr. Disrespect and Clint Lexa who is half coordinated all three of them are streamers um, they might be your kids favorite and if they are then maybe vote with them um my vote went to Andrea Renee because I listen to her on a whole bunch of podcasts every week. But I think Steven Spohn is also just – I can you can technically vote twice, one with your Google account, another one with your Facebook one. So I'll throw a vote to each of them. Um, so that is – that's the Game Awards. Like I said, I'm going to do a pre- and post-show for the Game Awards um, on our – Facebook channel, um, so or maybe even maybe our Instagram channel. Shout out at me if you have suggestions as to which ones I should which one I should do, um, but we will do that, and um, you know we'll talk about the results next week. So until next time, this is Steven and Jenna. We're signing off. Um, you have yourself a wonderful week, and don't forget to get your family game on. Thank you very much for listening. Bye everyone. Thank you for listening.
1: Thank you for listening. Mm -hmm. Tune in next week.